0: What would nature do?
1: This is the WWND podcast with Nicole Simia and Kaylee Terramoto. We're here to cultivate a space of curiosity where we can learn, unlearn and relearn
0: our main drive and conversation is around sustainable living and spirituality where we uncover and unlock new perspectives that help us evolve as humans and redefine what our core value systems are in this episode we explore what makes wwnd wwnd We'll take a deeper look at ways to bridge the gap between sustainability and spirituality and explore how self-healing can play a part in intentional living we'll look into what it means to truly get curious on what makes us whole as humans and we'll explain the key ways to change and evolve and open the conversation up about the deep connection between the self and to mother earth so let's get
1: started hello did you say you want to start us off with a prayer Yeah. Should we do a little prayer? Okay. Let's close our eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, I ask for our higher selves to be here now for us to speak clearly and confidently and for these words to touch whoever needs to and to create new collective energy around sustainability and spirituality and whoever needs to hear this, will hear it. And I hope we help. People on our journey and also thank you guides and everyone for bringing me and you together and for letting us channel and relay this information okay amen let's get it going amen
0: (laughs) Amen. all right everyone welcome to the wwnd podcast what would nature do this is our official first episode and i am so excited to be alongside nicole I love you so much.
1: (laughs) I love you. We're so, so excited. We've been planning this for weeks and doing our little calls and vision boarding and just getting creative ideas. So we're so excited to just run with it and see what comes out of this.
0: Yes. And um, today we wanted to touch on and kind of give a little insight of... Both of our backgrounds, and the idea is basically to bridge the gap between self-slash-healing um, and intentional living, because without one, there is no other, and I think it's just a great correlation to really focus on as we move forward in the future.
1: Yeah, love that. All about that heart center. How
0: did you kind of find self-healing? Did it start at a young age? Were you always so like inclined to do so? Tell me about it.
1: Yeah. So I was pretty much disconnected from my body and myself most of my life. And I know a lot of people can resonate with that, but I just felt so... I just really was wearing a mask throughout my journey and was just not in my body, not listening to my body's cues. Um, I was really, really disconnected. So I really my body just shut down. I mean, I got diagnosed with panic disorder, agoraphobia, couldn't leave the house. I mean, I couldn't go in elevators, Kaylee. I'm not kidding. Like wow. couldn't be at grocery stores. So it was really just a shakeup to the system and, um, I quit my job, moved back with my parents and completely just transformed into taking a deeper look at the body and my connection with the universe and nature and myself. And my life has just been so beautiful sense but yeah it was like a, a rocky road to get here for sure what about you
0: I mean so in terms of intentional living I grew up in the countryside in northern California and um, it kind of just started at a young age I feel like I was always drawn to nature I was the kid climbing in the trees you know like we had a burn pile which is a type or a form of compost pile like we had our garden like my grandpa had a farm and so i think in terms of intentional living i soaked it up a lot as a childhood so i or in my childhood so i'd like to say it started at a young age but if i reference to like the self and healing and connecting it that began more so in my journey and kind of like seeing the two like come together that was definitely more um as of recent I would say like five years ago Mm -hmm. same thing you know lack of emotional connection which would lead to panic attacks um panic panic episodes anxiety everything just comes to the surface when you don't deal with it, when you don't have a safe space to talk about it, when you hold it in so tight, it has nowhere else to go but to combust and explode. And I know that you know that feeling very, very well too. So Mm -hmm. I think tying it back, this is our space to be curious around that and to give those questions and that curiosity to other people. Um, so that we can really add value and kind of look at it as an open perspective rather than like judgment or shame, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. I love what you even said at the beginning about bridging the gap, like bringing the two together, the self and our connection with nature, our connection to animals and the world around us and self-respect, not only like respect for ourselves but our community and others and friendships and, and, you know – the world and our earth so it's so so important I love how we're both we're like tying all of them together into such a like a magical mixture I feel like
0: yeah and I know like I always say everyone's experiences are or have range are different but what connects us is that emotional connection like we as species we as humans that's what is relatable and that's what really draws us in. The experience could be different, but the feeling that we felt in that experience is very synergistic in, in like, how we feel. So I think that goes into what the world is currently feeling right now, which is an immense, immense lack of connection. Do you want to touch more on, like, yeah, the lack of connection, the, lone, the loneliness we feel, like... How does that tie into our current value system in ourselves and in
1: society? Me and you talk about this a lot, but we were talking about how the lack of connection to ourselves really creates a lack of connection to nature and a lack of connection to community and your neighbors. And I really do see that in society. I mean, I see it with clients all the time, constantly, and you feel it in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a burst of loneliness that comes through when you're – disconnected from yourself. It's like you don't even have the blueprint or the foundation to care for that stray animal or to, you know, help out someone in need or to recycle. I mean, little things like me and you talk about all the time. It's like when we don't, you know, you don't know better, can't do better for yourself. It's really, really hard to show up in little ways like composting or recycling or volunteering or whatever could really, really make a difference. It's like that disconnect is really, really potent. I feel like in our right. society. Yeah.
0: And I feel like that <clears throat> it kind of looks like um I think as we talked about def- before if we could name kind of like what our society deems valuable or successful, it stems from power, money, and success. And that is what we have come to know and what we are kind of mirroring to our younger generations. And if we could reshape that and kind of maybe go back a bit or just in the present moment of like what core values will actually make us feel whole again. And I think that really does contribute to the the loneliness of the alone time. How do we spend that? Do we spend that connected to technology and maybe we're alone, but we're not really alone. The TV's on, you know, the music is on like, how are we really spending that time alone? And is it is it kind of building us back up in a way where it will have us be whole again? And then I think from there, it goes to connecting with nature and giving back to the community, you know? Yeah. And I just think that, I mean, for example, like a personal thing is if I don't connect with nature, meaning like going for a barefoot walk or – anything like that my chest literally like will tighten and it's so uncomfortable and then i go outside and i take a fresh of breath air and a breath a a breath of fresh air (laughs) and i feel better again like we are living on a planet that has so many beautiful resources that we can use and utilize yeah for a better life and it's just it's so apparent it's so out there but i think I think because the value system that we're mirrored back is so skewed that it's kind of been lost a bit.
1: Yeah, totally. And also, it really is like a little loop, like a little mirror. So the more we connect with nature, we connect to ourselves. The more we connect to ourselves, we connect with nature. Like I Mm -hmm. like how you said about the the chess thing too, because I seriously will be driving and be so irritable and be like, okay, Nicole, you can either go home and go take a nap and maybe like binge or do something kind of like self-harmy or you can go and swim in the lake Hmm. and sit in the sun and when every time I do the latter like I always feel so so connected and so recharged and I'm like wow this is outside of my front door why don't I utilize it more why don't I and I think too like that's a big aspect about yeah, respecting it so much because it does so much. Which we all are all connected, so it's like it really is about respect and love.
0: Yeah, and I guess, I mean, where, where I'm most curious, and I mean, again, we all have, I mean, layers and layers of complexity, um, and it seems like, you know, that doom or like that all is lost, you know, like we're so far down the rabbit hole, but I really think because we as humans created the problem we have the power to undo it as well yeah and I really do think being like in present moment and again just being open having an open heart having an open mind and reshaping what really going going towards like energetically and falling and leaning in more to like what feels good because we're so wired that I don't even know if I mean, I think about, like, me now versus before therapy. I didn't even know, like, what was up and down. Like, it was so, you know, like, you. it's it's so hard. And I think that it's – I guess it starts with communicating these frustrations.
1: Yeah. Well, if you think about it, it's, like, as we evolve spiritually, emotionally, we need to evolve with our connection to the earth, our connection to nature. I mean – I feel like so many people are having awakenings and experiencing so much deeper fulfillment. I mean, mental health is such a big topic. Like there's so many healing modalities to tap into now. Okay. So how can we channel that energy outside of ourselves and take that to like, you know, your community, your neighbors, and also animals and nature and all that. So it's like, it's such a, um, a ripple effect almost. So what do
0: you think if someone is like listening right now and is like, oh, I'm that, like I am lost. I am stuck. Like, again, I don't know what's up and down. I've gone so far down this like realistic hole. What do you think would be like step one?
1: Well, I've been there, so I know. (laughs) Step one, truly. (laughs) Uh, Step one is wanting – to be better wanting to do better it's kind of deciding it's creating energy around change it's a choice they, yeah it's a choice it's like okay I'm ready to change I'm ready to let go I always like think about that on the journey I just remember the day that I like moved back in with my parents and I was so stripped of everything I mean lost my job everything and I was like okay I'm ready I'm ready to listen to my body I'm ready to heal I'm ready to learn I feel like there's so many aspects of it, right? Because you have to just be open to change and a lot of it's learning. Mm -hmm. So for someone who is like unfamiliar with maybe sustainability or sustainable practices or composting, what, what's like the four one one with it? Well, how would you explain it? So
0: composting is the decomposition or the breakdown of organic material. um, And it's directly correlated to soil health and like the food we eat. So, Um, it is a full cycle and, um, there's many different methods, many different ways, but basically it's, um, basically taking that food waste and turning it into a nutritionally dense type of soil. It's very broad, but I would say though, that's like the main reason why composting I think is important and why it's so valuable. And it actually is a rather simple act and makes so much sense, um, but I think because a lot of us don't like live in maybe rural settings, um, those tendencies can get lost within you know citywide waste management programs mm-hmm. that maybe don't promote that. Um, but that is what composting is. Um, it's basically to create nutritionally dense soil for us to then grow our own food, which then provides the food to be nutritionally dense for us to consume. If that makes a sense. Bee-
1: Yeah, a beautiful cycle of death and rebirth. Yes. I love that. Are
0: you guys catching on to this?
1: Yeah, the (laughs) connection.
0: (laughs) So um, if people didn't know, I guess it would be about like Reiki and healing and um, how that kind of ties into like oneness and spirituality um, and they have yet to experience it. How would you describe it?
1: Yeah, so I always describe energy healing as just coming back home to yourself. Mm. So, yeah, so it's like a very um to body experience, a spiritual experience, but Reiki healing is a Japanese healing, um it's called like a smart energy, so it's divine life force energy that kind of moves through the body and helps move and clear out any stagnant energy. So, I do do Reiki healing and I also do readings, intuitive guidance. So that's me channeling and um, using my intuition to kind of guide and lead someone on their journey. So it's kind of, um, you really have to be open to the unknown and listening and letting go and again, the death and rebirth and experiencing. So I think it's, yeah, it's a beautiful cycle of something deeper. It's like a connection to something deeper into yourself and your body and your spirit and nature. And it... yeah, I mean, I, I resonate so much with what you're saying because how I started the work I do is from he- trying to heal myself. Just like you was finding that self connection. I mean, I, when I was really sick, um, went to every holistic healer, every doctor. I mean, so many people can resonate that are listening to this about that. Um, And I just started really following my intuition and my inner compass about where I should go, what, what I should do. And that led me to do Reiki training. And I did it, it took me a year. And I mean, it was just, it was the most spiritual experience I've ever, ever experienced. And it just led me to understand the body and how our energy centers work and how we can connect deeper and let go. And it was really about cleansing and releasing and connecting. And yeah, I did that for, so you do it for yourself after you do your level two training, you uh, do it on yourself for like six months. And then you're after your master one, you can start taking clients. So then after that, I just started shifting and was taking clients and, now do a bunch of different energy healing things and have opened up so much in that way. But I never, like you said, I never thought I would be on a podcast. I never thought I would be doing the group things I'm doing and the retreats and all those things. It was so, I was just trying to stay above water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Surrounding, like surviving. So it was just like, I've seen it too, that like deep self-trust and that self-connection that's allowed you really have to pour into you know, I, like people say that all the time like you have to pour into your own cup before you can like
0: and it's like it's a oh, thousand oh my true god problem. it's so true
1: <laughs> it's like you have to put your own mask on before you could help others but there will be a point you will reach a point where you'll you're able and you have enough energy and enough life force to help others and I think that's a lot of people's journey here too mm-hmm. is to just like connect deeply with themselves and share what they've learned Mm -hmm. And also the
0: very underlying of like, we really don't know what we're doing. Yeah, (laughs) we don't like I feel like, again, that's we maybe have the intuition that like we lean towards, you know, things that I mean, I think even in like a podcast that Rick Rubin was on, he was like, I really don't know what I'm doing or how, where it's coming from half the time. I just lean in towards what makes me feel good. And I'm very sensitive and I'm very playful. Yeah. And that reminds me of like childlike behaviors, inner child energy. And mm-hmm. if we can hold on to that and grasp on that well into our adult years and play around, I mean, I just got like oh, jolts of energy. Yeah. But yeah, if, if we could like lean into that more, more and more and more and that only can be done by us basically surrendering and like fully shedding all these layers um, upon layers and upon layers, then I think we have hope. I think we have a brighter future. Yeah.
1: I mean, it also thinking of it, do you think little Kaylee and Nicole were sitting in <gasps> class? They're so cute, but do you think they were sitting in class and they were like, I'm going to do Reiki healing. I'm going to be an energy worker. I'm going to do composting. Like, Next. We had to follow something deeper. I mean, something led us here, mm-hmm. and I, that's just that intuition you're talking about, and that connection, um, that you're, that like inner child knowing. And I don't know, mm-hmm. it's so cute to think of.
0: <laughs> no, it's oh my gosh, thinking of her, I'm like I'm about to cry. I know. I'm so sensitive. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so sensitive. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, I I really think, and again. To feel that like electricity, like your body, like all these emotions and feelings, it's it takes uncovering those layers. And I'd like to add, this is – unfortunately, I hate to break it to everyone. This is like never going to end. Like we are going to consistently shed. We are going to consistently change. Like this work will never end. It's not like we go to therapy and see a therapist and we're healed. Yeah, It is like consistent, but that is also – So energetically pleasing and exciting. Like, forget alcohol or drinking. Like, go to a fucking therapy session and, like, you know, like, shed all these layers and become a new person. Or, you know, like, become whoever you want to be. Like, that's exciting.
1: Well, you know? we're mirroring nature if we think about it. I mean, death and rebirth. I talk about this all the time with clients, and I yeah. have like five Scorpio placements, so I'm I'm like death and rebirth freaking queen. It sucks. It's like <laughs> constant. She's a new person every day. I know, but I talk about this a lot, death and rebirth, and think about that. That's how nature is. I mean, fires, and that's yeah. like how our ecosystem works as well, and it's like we have to let go of old versions of ourselves or – I mean, seasons, summer, winter, all of those things, everything's changing and evolution and growing. And I mean, our energy fields are like that too. I mean, think of women on their, you know, even their cycles were shedding new, new, rebirthing, growing into new things. And that's kind of the beautiful part because nature is always okay. The tree always grows back, you know, like you look at it as such a mirror. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a beautiful thing to think about.
0: Speaking of mirrors, I have a question I want to
1: have you answer. So
0: if we look at nature as a mirror Mm -hmm. and in the present moment, what do you think it would reflect back to us? Like the way the world looks right now. Oh my gosh. Like the nature. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I talk about this and I'm like, everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I think as a collective, we're going through so much karma right now, karmically in nature. I think water is very angry at us right now. Um, Our air is very angry. I think nature will always be loving and compassionate to us because it is us. And it just knows energetically that we're just like souls trying to figure it out. Um, But I think nature tells a story. And I think right now we're seeing a lot with global warming and the news and everything, it's like energetically and karmically telling a big, big, big story um, about a lot of pain and suffering. Ooh, I have the chills. Pain and suffering that we've put it through. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it gets overwhelming. And I know people get so overwhelmed with this topic. But if we think about it, the only thing we can do as humans and people is consistently keep showing up Hmm. for ourselves, right? If you could only, like, level up or, like – Create a new frequency just in your own bubble. I mean, that's that's enough, you know. And if it if it sheds to communities or your collective or your friends, like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the story right now is <laughs> it's an intense one. But yeah. Also, it's really. Com- I mean, nature is compassionate. So
0: I think it is, but I think. And it has not run out of compassion, no. But I, I will say, yeah. yes, you're right. Like we are seeing the repercu- repercussion, re- repercussions, repercussions. Yes, <laughs> we are seeing the karmic cycle yeah. not come to a full, but it, it's it's stopping. It's 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 stopping here and kind of letting us know. Okay, we well, we made these choices. Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah. you know, here's what is happening. Um, and I love when people say, cause it's, again, if we talk about perspective and like just being open to ideas, when people say like, save the earth, it's like, the earth is going to be here. Mm-hmm. The earth does not need saving, you know, like we need saving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's us. We, we are going to, the earth is going to run out of resources for us to survive. We won't survive. But when we are all gone, the Earth will still be here. You know, it it will heal. It will do what it needs to do. And so, if we're talking about a mirror, like we need to heal ourselves, you know. And I really do think that, like, Ooh, yeah, you know, it's like I get it, save the Earth, I get it, but it's it's so much more about saving the Earth because the Earth provides us our resources that we need to survive as a human species. Yeah, so that's I think you know, a way that we can look at it as like caring about the earth, which then in turn we care about ourselves. So if we take care of the earth, that means that we want to nourish ourselves and that we want to be healthy. Yeah.
1: It could be like save our mental health, save our <laughs> mindsets. Yes. Like there's a lot of I'm saving, you know, it's like, there's a lot of saving that needs to be done, but I think you're right. I think, I think when we, um, which all are amazing things that are trying to do good for, the collective but um, oh my thought just left me <laughs> I have a thought I could fill if you want yeah me to. fill it up right. fill
0: it up girl so it's if I love thinking of things in like metaphors Ooh. <laughs> so if we think about like for example like when the plane um, like emergency um, spiel that they do at the beginning of a flight and they always say Put on your mask before you help anyone else. Mm-hmm. and I think that like metaphorically is like is what we need to do. you know, like we have to first make sure that our mental health is good and okay before we then reach you know to help others. So
1: what do you feel like is like a couple immediate steps at home that we can start doing to like connect more to ourselves, our nature? So I'm, I'm thinking of when I feel the
0: most disconnected, which is when I have anxiety. Um, and the first step is naming it, like making it a thing, bringing it into the light, because that means it's real. Second is knowing that all feelings will pass, even this uncomfortable feeling will pass too. So knowing that and also like giving yourself a hug, giving yourself that grace and that reassurance. that you know, it's hard to find from other people. Um, and then, you know, steps to do to feel more connected is, um, grounding yourself and then communicating these intense or emotional feelings somehow, whether it's a safe space. I know we all don't have that. So whether it's like recording yourself and talking to yourself, whether it's journaling, um, whether it's, like, meditating and kind of, like, walking through the steps in your head, um, those are all the things that have, like, helped me reconnect in a way, and also staying off of social media. I know we're all plugged to our phones, but when I do, I feel so much better, and I feel so much in more in my body and in myself than I ever could imagine
1: (laughs) oh my god if I'm out in nature and my friend is on her phone I'm like we're gonna fight (laughs) get off your phone (laughs) like I it's so it's being disconnected and just oh it's such a presence that you can't you can't bottle up you know it's Mm -hmm. such a experience that needs to be felt Mm -hmm. yeah with full presence I agree. What are
0: you, some of your steps that you've taken to kind of like when you feel at your lowest, when you feel lost, when you feel, you know, abandoned, lonely, shameful, guilty, I don't know.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm a big advocate for alone time. So I really do. And a lot of people are like this. They just don't really know it. Like I used to think I had severe depression. I was like, I'm always going to have this and I just don't have it anymore because I rewire what my depression is. I mean, I just need alone time. So some days I need to turn my phone off and do two days, no phone, no socializing. And like, I don't have shame or guilt around that anymore. For me, that's like, okay, that's my recharge energy. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something really, really, that helps me connect back to my body and connect back to who I am is the alone time. Um, I think another thing is like really nourishing my energy with, things that make me feel really good and connected like good food good friends good books like I'm really conscious about what I watch and like even how you talked about social media like who I follow and who's expansive for me and who's not um yeah I just really really try to keep my environment really safe and connected and um I think the third thing that I would do to connect with myself is probably move move my body. So I think walking like some days like I'll text him and be like I'm walked 7 miles today. <laughs> she I'm like really does walk a lot. <laughs> I'm like
0: where's I'm like my, a lot?
1: Where's my ass walking to. She's well, just, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Um but I just love moving energy. I always tell people it's the best freaking way to get clear and like it will help you it will help everything, your creativity, your connection, your energy and I mean, seeing butterflies out in the wild, like, can you name a better, oof, a better experience? It's so
0: That's nice. like me and hummingbirds when you just see this little body placed on top of a little line. I'm just
1: like. No, how, how do, do they fly they? so fast?
0: And how it's so cute. Like, their bodies are so
1: small. Oh, like- my God. Have you ever seen a bee up close like really really up close like their eyes they're the cutest freaking things no,
0: I haven't oh
1: my God, next time take a look and if bees yeah. come near you guys, that means you're vibrating on a high frequency and don't Ooh, be I like that yeah, I love yeah, when no, a bee no. comes near me I'm like, I'll put it on my finger I'm like, <laughs> <just> like- <laughs> I,
0: mean, I wish there's this um not meme, but, like, this video going around of, like, this this little girl with her hummingbird suit. And she sits very still
1: it's and giving, lets the hummingbirds come to her. Wait, it's giving Spencer Pratt energy. <laughs> yes.
0: I need this, like, you know, concoction she
1: made because I would die if a hummingbird came. That would be you know. amazing. Wait, actually, we should uh, link Spencer Pratt's um, TikTok in the show notes. So I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> Oh, lordy lord! I have not
0: checked this out, but I can only imagine. And oh, do I'll send to you. I'm picturing crystals and, like, I don't even know.
1: Exactly. You're picturing okay. it right. Okay. Okay, we I'm have a question head. for you about yes. – I know me and you talk about this a lot, and we're always, like, pep-talking each other as friends, but guilt, shame. I know it's, like, such a big thing, and even, like, yeah, how do you deal with just everyday shame and guilt? Because, okay, if we want to – talk about it on a bigger level, I mean, I think a lot of people don't even get into healing or sustainability because it seems like this force that is so big and scary that I don't even – wouldn't even want to deal with the shame or guilt I feel about it. Um, that's just like on a big, massive collective level. But how – I mean, for both ways, how do you kind of deal with everyday shame and guilt and then also the more wide, massive – Yeah,
0: and in, in, in as a whole. As a whole. Personal shame and guilt um, lingers over me consistently. I would like to say it's because I'm very empathetic and sensitive to other people's emotions, which means I see a lot of pre- pre- subconscious, like, you know, not not to hurt um, me at all, but I see a lot of projection and I take that on. And then that leads me to kind of going inward and, you know, the message in my head is, like, I'm bad. I did something wrong. I'm not perfect, like, so I'm guilty of certain things. And I have to live with that guilt. And it's, like, the biggest thing I could say around that that has helped me shift out of it is I can change at any moment. And I am not – my identity does not revolve around my experiences, I don't have to identify with like those parts of me. You know, yeah. I am I am light. I am everything and more. I am more than just a body at the end of the day. And these experiences that maybe bring on shame and guilt only better me for where I am meant
1: to be. It's like pushing me forward. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're almost giving yourself permission to let it flow. Like mm-hmm. you're letting yourself – have permission to welcome shame and guilt and then be like, okay, this doesn't serve me anymore. Like, hi, I see you. And I'm also mm-hmm. letting you flow out of my body and my spirit now, because this is not an energy I want to sit in. Cause I think that's mm-hmm. so normal for everyone to experience
0: for sure
1: shame and guilt. What about with sustainability? Do you ever feel like Ooh, a,
0: that's so good?
1: Do you take that on like a collective shame ever?
0: I personally don't because um, I do not and don't condone placing judgment around sustainability mm. at all. I am a huge advocate. We are humans. We are um, faulty. You know, we make mistakes. Like, how are we supposed to be? How are we supposed to build this perfect idea of sustainability around us as humans when we ourselves like aren't? perfect, you know, and we will create waste. I think what, um, how I like to shape it is kind of in the same way. Like the more we are more open and we allow ourselves to make mistakes and kind of learn from them, the more we will be open to being sustainable. And it's like, I see it as like being a kid, like, like everyone, you know, or a lot of people are like, that's bad. Plastic is bad. If we plastic is not good for the environment, but if we can shift that mindset of like, you know, maybe what is good, you know, good for us, like, and why, and kind of being more curious about, you know, maybe the contrasting of like the dark versus light you know or like why i just like to try and have more of an open perspective and like an understanding
1: Mm -hmm. than saying something is good or bad yeah oh my god i i totally agree like even think about with healing if you're like Mm -hmm. you're a bad person or you're Mm -hmm. you're damaged and you're never it's it doesn't leave any room for growth it doesn't push anyone to Mm -hmm. want to be better and uh-huh. I, it's evolu- like it's not allowing anyone to evolve and change. And that's what mm-hmm. we're supposed to be doing, that death and rebirth we talked about, like mm-hmm. really, really allowing ourselves the space to change and grow and learn. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about this all the time, and this is such a big thing about even our podcast, like why we wanted to start this was to learn and to be open to learning mm-hmm. new things and shifting changing our mind and shifting our mindset mm-hmm. too if we've learned some new information and we want to change mm-hmm. this this about ourselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And drawing
0: in that curiosity for our listeners and whoever this reaches too. Like we're students just as much as, you know, the next. But I think what we want this to be is like a big question mark, a big curios a cu- big, yeah, curiosity around these ideals, and that then will bring maybe a different thought or a different pattern that then set people can lean in towards. And that's what we're talking about. You know, like I think I get most of the pushback too on TikTok of like <laughs> in my videos or composting, like you're not making a difference. Like you alone, like you, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter. Like the world is still, and maybe, <laughs> but. I believe like small incremental steps in society and in your own life do make a huge difference.
1: A massive difference. A that's, difference. that's literally what I, we were just talking about is that if you can only elevate yourself, you have done enough. Like that is the soul's journey here too. And like, yeah. I mean, even think about TikTok and I mean, how big of a platform that is. Like I made a random healing video and gave all my tips and tools it randomly went viral and I had 1.6 million views on one oh that right there. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like that I didn't even know I was going to help anyone that day or even like with you, you know? And it's like, yeah, maybe it was just stupid TikTok and whatever. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but also like, what if someone saw that and it really helped them? Or when I see right. things, you know, it's like we do have an impact. Mm-hmm. And your composting is helping and your TikToks <laughs> do help. And okay. And our stupid like people's little reels, you know, it really, really does. It elevates like you don't know who it's hitting. You don't know.
0: No, no, I know. And that that just goes to show of like that. Lack of connection, I think, that people feel. Like, I'm a small fish. Why would my actions make a difference? They, If, if someone says that they're taking away their own value, yeah. you are, you, we are all of value to this world. We all are here for a reason. Yeah. And if we can't find that own value and kind of just give up and be like, well, my actions don't matter. Yeah. It, it's not even about the world, like, the way we see it at this point. It's like you you think that you don't have
1: value. Yeah. Oh my God, and that's so sad. Yeah, Sorry. that is yeah, totally. And it's almost like it made me think about if you guys want to go try this, go outside and like go to the go to the post office, right? Or the grocery store and really really introvert your energy and you think negatively and don't smile at anyone and don't whatever and see how your your little your hour will go. <laughs> Change the narrative and go and smile. And just have – just truly, truly be grateful and loving. And I promise you, you are going to get five – you just created all this collective energy. You just maybe shifted someone's day who just lost their mom Mm -hmm. or shifted someone's day who got in a car accident. You know, So it's like that is how little a smile, like collective energy. And you can go try it. I'm telling you this is real, real. We are all so connected. I know. It's like showing love, yeah.
0: I think – Tying it back maybe to um, like our our main point here of like redefining what our core, we as a person our core values, which will then feed into our societal core values it really does Ooh. it really is all about that and energetically passing on the value system that we believe in ourselves um, onto others,
1: yeah. I mean, it yes, it's all such a little cord and we can make a difference. I mean, we really really can. Even like looking at your friends, like friends who are killing it or doing something they're leading, you're leading by example almost. Like it's such a expansion of energy when you're just being yourself that It really can raise the collective consciousness just by showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You can like give other people permission to do that. You can break generational curses and family curses and, you know, feminine wounding and all these things that are just like, you don't even know you're doing it. And you are Mm -hmm. because people are inspired by Mm -hmm. little things you do to show up for yourself. Yeah, no I agree. Yeah, I think that's what drew me and you to each other too because I think yeah, we do different modalities and different things, but you know, our roots are the same. Our morals, you know, our our inner compass of why we do what we do is just aligned and similar. So every time we talk about something, we go into the depths of 50 million different things because it's all connected back to that oneness and learning and exploration and knowing and learning more and you know, the connectivity to the self and community and society, I think is what fuels us and our soul's journey here. And that's why we connected on this. Mm -hmm. And on, on
0: a note of how we met, we literally like met over, well, over social media, but then we went to dinner and it was like I forgot to even ask her, like, about her life story because I felt like I already knew it.
1: Yeah. We met on TikTok and then yeah, – we TikTok. Oh, my God. We were like, wait. I feel like we've been, like, best friends for forever. Like, we were just texting, like, normal. Yeah. I don't think we had one, like, quiet moment at the dinner.
0: No, and it was just – it wasn't, like – Excitement or anxiety—it was like the most like calm feeling. Like again, like you've known this person for so long. I just remember having like such a like chill
1: feeling. It was yeah. just so strange. I've never <laughs> had that just a calmness. <laughs> yeah, it just so um, also yeah. to note, Kaylee is a Leo, and I'm a Libra. If oh, anyone yeah. wants to know our signs, so we have of- to say the
0: um moon and rising too.
1: Okay, so I'm a Libra, Sun, a Libra Moon, double Libra. I know it's crazy, and a Scorpio Rising. So yeah, there's, it's opposites. But and you're my first uh, Libra, which is so funny because Leo and Libras, they're run by the same thing, which is being the damn center of attention. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm just kidding okay. but no, no i no. love i love a leo but okay what you got to tell them your son okay leo and then uh double virgo she's a double virgo folks like oh i love Ooh. it though it's vir- you have that like a virgo rising is such a fairy girl nature girl like it's so you and then uh yours, yeah catch me scrubbing the walls on my hands and knees every That end. as like, well
0: the cleaning over here is like out of this world like i know my virgos know what i'm freaking talking about yeah like, we will get down on our hands and knees and like just clean the whole house and yeah i have lists upon lists i have calendar schedules i time block my day like ugh. A girl yeah. wants
1: to like let go and have some fun. She does, but also we need this energy because all we have is arrow and water over here. Like, oh, you can I, we, take it, girl. Girl, Rain I'm and... just like, <laughs> yeah, I need some of it. I need some of it. Well, we got a double Virgo, double Libra, and Ooh. then we got the Leo and Scorpio. It's a little, little. It's little. definitely a match made in heaven. I think
0: as we come almost to an end, I want to. I want to always end it or we always want to end it with a question or kind of like something that will be able to maybe lead you into a journal prompt or something that will kind of like spark an idea. So if we can think about our core value systems, what does that look like currently? Like how are you, spe- how are you spending your alone time? How are you filling up your own cup? Um, does it make you feel good? And then how are you then, like, implementing that within society? Are you calling a friend and just telling them that, like, you love them? Are you, you know, smiling at a stranger in the grocery store? Are you volunteering? Like, as we shape, as we reshape those values, as simple as it is, I guess our question is, like, how are you doing that today? Or what what could you do
1: to be better about that? Yeah. And bringing it back to the beginning I mean the first step of doing that is letting yourself like telling yourself it's okay to change telling yourself it's okay to let go of any ideas or just telling yourself you want to try like if you Mm -hmm. listen to this and you're like oh I kind of feel a little inspired like Maybe I'm going to smile at the barista today.
0: (laughs) So as we end, we just want to say thank you, obviously, for those who are listening and tuned in. It's probably our loved ones and close friends. Um, And we're just excited to go on this journey and, again, again, teach, but also draw in this curiosity because we are, again, students. We're learning ourselves. Everything that we're saying is what's in our mind and what's in our current, like, ecosystem and like our worries and all that and we just really want to create a safe space for those questions and those concerns and
1: you know that hope and that faith as well so yes so excited excited to just create a collective energy around all the good things all the good thing nature's offers all the good things that loving yourself offers and We're really excited to go on this journey and to chat with each other every week. How fun is this going to be? Yeah, we did record this accidentally on the A8 Lions portal, which manifestation energy, I mean, we love this. Thank you, we love you.